Welcome back to Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hey everyone, today I'm speaking with Samara. She's a beautiful woman of God and she comes to our church. Her and her husband lead a small group that Michael and I have been a part of. We're actually really bad at committing to it, I'm sorry. You're really bad at committing to it. You are very busy we, we at are the very moment busy. and we understand. But we love it so much. It's such a great you. small group for married. She's a GP with three kids yeah. and lives a very busy life. And I'm really excited that we're talking about this topic of, well, I'll let you tell the topic, but mm-hmm. it's one that has been asked for me to do a lot. And so I think it's going to be really important for everyone to hear about it. But I don't want to give it away just yet. I'm so excited. Before we get started, what are three go-to essentials you've been loving lately? Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine with mm-hmm. Heath most nights takes up quite a bit yes. of my time. Probably too much of my time. Buying secondhand clothes from eBay, so mm-hmm. following little designers that I like and then getting on eBay and buying them secondhand, that spends a bit of my time as well. And probably some long-term daydreaming about living on a farm in Tassie one day. I know, very <laughs> romantic. So I'm cool. such an idealist. Seriously, go do that. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us about your journey so far? So I was raised in a big, loud, loving, godly family. We did a lot of camping. I was a pretty late bloomer probably in some ways. I found friendships really confusing. I found dynamics and politics of people. I went to an all-girls high school. I found it all pretty full-on, but I always loved God and I had amazing youth group. So they they were really important to me. I had some amazing young women just in front of me kind of showing me the way that became really important as did music so music's been a big part of my life for a long time it's I'm I'm a worshiper and sometimes music was my way to worship when when I was a bit too shy to do it in other ways went to South Australia and I studied medicine down there I've done seven years of uni all up which sounds pretty full but it was just so many great memories I wouldn't swap any of it. I've had such an amazing experience. I met Heath down there during my uni days and we got married so young, so naive. He is wonderful. He's my bestie. We have three loud and busy kids who we adore. We pull our hair out over them frequently. We've been married 10 years this December, which is insane, considering we were separated for about a year or so of that. And I was a single working mum of two for a bit. So I've learnt a lot along the way. These days we mentor young marrieds like Sarah and Michael when they come. We're both musicians. We love our church family. We are both working and we are still madly trying to date each other. My work as a GP these days is busy. It's quite rewarding. I spend a lot of time kind of counselling almost, I guess. I spend a lot of time with people going through all sorts of different seasons with and without faith mostly. So... I talk a lot with them about self-care and well-being, depression, anxiety, family breakdown, illness, and I've still got so much to learn. Mm. So that's me. Samara, what's been your experience with... Oh, wait, my bad, my bad. I just skipped like a whole chunk. <laughs> so what I was going to talk to you... <laughs> no, let's do it again, let's do it again. Samara, what topic will we be discussing today? So amongst all of that um, craziness that is life this at the moment, I'm talking about finding rest, which is quite ironic really, considering I have a fat cold today and um, our life is pretty full. Why do you think this is an important topic in today's society? I mean, we all feel busy Mm. at times in different ways. Rest feels 
often quite elusive. I think we all crave it on some level. So, and it's one of my biggest journeys at the moment. I had so many ladies email in being like, please, can you discuss this? Because yeah. we actually don't know how to do it. And I spent so a lot of great. my talk- time talking about it, yeah. of, which is funny as a GP, but I think a lot of people just don't know where else to go. So I've kind of had to learn along the way. Yeah. yeah. You're a pro counsellor now. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so good. What's been your experience with this? So I guess it's probably more of a journey in the last few years. In a lot of ways, we're kind of in the trenches of family life. I've got three kids under six, physically, emotionally demanding. Work is busy too. It's emotionally tiring. And the mornings are manic, the mornings when we've all got to be out the house at 7.30. Sometimes I feel a bit like an octopus with too many things to hold on to. <laughs> I've often found myself really craving and kind of drooling over that image of the hammock on the deserted Mm. beach with a mojito in my hand Mm. and no one to talk to, which is really highly impractical. Great, but impractical. (laughs) During these times, what has inspired you? Because it is like a busy life, obviously. What inspires you to take rest? So I probably learnt the most from listening to so many of my patients and also my friends' journeys as well, who are in in different stages of their life. And I get to hear so much of my own good advice right back at me (laughs) day in, day out, so I probably should take some of it. It's probably helped me understand rest and what different people are looking for and I guess the things I've learned if I can break it up and sound like a three-point sermon for a second yeah great physical rest there's been times that I've really craved physical rest and mostly for me that's around having good boundaries and getting creative with what I've got Mm -hmm. so rather than just kind of wishing for that island which like I said is super impractical um, having good boundaries with my sleep you know making sure that the body is most productive in the morning so being up in the morning being productive in the morning and making sure that most of the time I go to bed early when I'm not watching Brooklyn (laughs) nine nine you know eating well exercising which is all really really easy to say hard to do as Sarah knows I for the last few years actually a bunch of mums and I have gotten together every Monday night pretty much and done Pilates to YouTube so it's cheap and cheerful it's free for everyone we have a cup of tea and a good chat afterwards and it's kind of ticked some of those boxes boxes of boxes size it's like no it's not box size of uh, fresh air and having a bit of a stretch and I guess part of that physical rest is having some scheduled downtime as well so mm. you know for us it's we get a weekend away together a year mm. which doesn't sound like very much but for us <laughs> we look forward to it and it's to Tassie and we go to the same place every time and it's really special I guess emotional rest is probably one of the bigger ones for me that's about recognizing our capacity you know are we giving too much of ourselves in different seasons for some people it's actually giving too little some people are probably would benefit from from putting themselves out there a little bit more and stretching themselves for me there's definitely been seasons that I've given too much and probably burnt the candle both ends as my mom would tell me I've been pretty inspired through some of this even literally like yesterday I heard some of the best advice around this emotional rest being mostly a state of mind my lovely friend Ellie who is probably the busiest person that I know told me one of her sort of practical go-tos with emotional rest is just practicing gratitude so rather than getting to the end of a feral,ly crazy day mm-hmm. and kind of moping about it just going well hang on a second I got I got 20 minutes downtime with a couple there or I had that awesome conversation with that friend or I got to just sit with you know one of my kids and chat mm-hmm. about the day then so you know, five 20 minute pockets of rest sort of today is actually a win and mm. we should really celebrate that. For me, emotional rest is doing what you know helps as well. So I've learned to put on 90s 
R&B ballads <laughs> during crazy hour to kind of help my state of mind. I make peppermint tea while I clean or wash or do boring admin. It's sort of bringing rest into a mm. situation rather than just craving that island. And sorry, third point, spiritual rest is a big one for me and still such a journey um, for me and for most people I know that sort of relationship over religion. So really knowing who I am in the Lord and having daily intimacy with him rather than trying to sort of religiously tick boxes with devotions as much, mm. as good as they are, but sort of rather than just focusing on what I haven't done in my faith walk, just sort of practicing that daily relationship in the little pockets that, I mean, you can worship while you wash clothes, right? Like mm. it's, you can multi, women, we can, listen multi, to, we can multitask. We can multitask. I heard something the other day say that they only listen to her daily drive while they're doing the dishes at night. Totally. So good. Samara, what does the Bible tell us about taking time to rest? There's probably two verses that have helped me most with this. One of them is probably around sort of what Ellie was saying about emotional rest and practicing gratitude and that's the um, Philippians 4, 8, sort of whatever things are true and pure and beautiful mm. and lovely, think on those things. That actually sort of grounds us and gives us perspective and with that lots it comes a lot of peace and rest. I think that's really good for the head and the heart. As far as spiritual rest goes, there's a verse in Jeremiah... If I can find it. So Jeremiah 6.16 says, this is old school New King James, but it says, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where the good way is and walk in it and then you'll find rest for your souls. It's sort of do what you used to do, do what you know works. There's a verse in Revelation 2.5, it's a bit heavy as well, but it says do what you did at first. So if you know, mm. for, I guess on the spiritual front, if there are things that you know have helped in the past improve your rest and your peace and your intimacy with God and your perspective on life, then do those things again. And sometimes they feel a bit dry when you first start them, but you kind of, you do them because you know that you'll feel better at the end of them. It's like mm. Pilates on a Monday night. There are some nights I really don't want to go and I kind of message other girls. I'm like, so what are you girls thinking? But you know, afterward, I always feel so much better. So it's sort of sometimes it is kind of just whipping yourself into those good straight paths that you know are going to help. Samara, <laughs> before we go to the last question, I yeah. do want to just, let's just ad lib here. Okay. Um, what are some of the things you talked about? Peppermint tea. Peppermint and I know you tea. have this amazing blue tea that I love that takes yes. you back to great memories. Yes. But what do you do? Like, what kind of things do you do to so, find rest? So I hate the word ritual because I think it's been a bit kind of popularized mm -hmm. and whatever lately. But I think, again, having things that you know are, are aesthetically uplifting to you, it's temporary. Like at the end of the day, our sort of spiritual rest with God is what's going to actually sustain us. But that tea, when I need blue tea or I love tea, so jasmine tea for some moods, peppermint tea when I've got boring stuff to do or when the kids are driving me batty knowing what music just makes you laugh and smile and choosing to put that on mm. to kind of soundtrack some of the more mundane parts of your day or the harder parts of your day. Getting creative with exercise, YouTube, Pilates, I can highly recommend it. It's free. You can do it whenever you like. Best done with a bunch of girlfriends. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, comedies. Yeah. That's so good. I actually was going to say, I love that you haven't once said that you just like kind of, I don't know, take your kids somewhere else and you have time by yourself, but you actually just work out how you can enjoy your time. <laughs> well, even whilst <laughs> On a practical note, I mean, yeah. I guess it feels like a luxury now that, you know, I do have a husband that is happy to have the babies and every now and then I say, honey, I need a couple mm. of hours to myself. And it's so not a problem. You know, the kids go to bed. I can go out at night if I want to and go to the shops or whatever. But I think it's actually more the daily little pockets that mm. sort of make you smile and make the day 
beautiful rather than just crazy and busy. You know, it is that as well, but kind of looking for those little spots of sunlight in it and you can kind of help them along the way, if you know what I mean. Probably one more point I'd make that has been helpful and I'm probably still working with and it's a little bit of a segue. I think sometimes part of the reason that we don't feel rested is because we're really busy trying to be something that we're not or trying to be someone that we're not or comparing our, our crazy lives to somebody else's seemingly more tidy or peaceful or whatever life and I I love when Bob Goss says stay on your own page and I guess I would say that to myself and to everybody else just stay on your own page be who God created you to be get creative with your life and stop being kind of comparative with others yeah I think we'd all be a bit less um fatigued mm. Before we finish, Shay, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Even though that final bit of encouragement was great. (laughs) (laughs) Final words. Get creative with what you've got. And if you have an equivalent to a cupboard full of tea, find out what it is and make it a part of your daily day. Love it. Samara, thanks so much for joining us today and teaching us just some cool little practical steps of how we can be more restful. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) The end part's always so awkward. (laughs) Back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I literally was about to say, back to Brooklyn. (laughs) We're up to episode 21 in case anyone's wondering. Thank you so much everyone for listening to another episode of Her Daily Drive. If you want to stay connected and notified when new episodes are released, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.